Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. You can visit me on our website at scalethepodcast.com or listen to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Hey everyone, Daniel Ramsey here. I think we're live on Facebook and I'm really, okay, okay, so we've got Rivers Pierce. So here today, which is insane. Today's topic is win more listings. And we've got a guy that's kind of a special little hot commodity. This guy um, ran basically Boomtown. Uh, and if you don't know, Boomtown is one of the largest like CRM marketing platforms in the real estate space. And he scaled the company or helped scale the company from 10 employees to over 300 employees, which is insane. Uh, Boomtown currently has over 3,000 clients, which is just a nutty, nutty number um, from a real estate platform perspective. And I personally was a Boomtown guy when I was selling lots of real estate. So I have a little affinity for uh, Rivers. He actually was the guy who talked to me on the phone when I first (laughs) bought Boomtown back like 10 years ago. So um, we're really blessed and kind of excited to have him here today. Um, My name is Daniel Ramsey. I'm the CEO of My Outdesk. And what we do is we help real estate companies get leverage. Like that's it. If you need to grow your company, you probably need time back. And that's what we do. We give real estate companies time or we help them grow their revenue. Like those are the two things that we do. Rivers, thanks for coming today. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate it, man. Happy New Year. It's great to be, uh, great to be on the show. Yeah, and so you've gone through a transition, man. You're in yep. a new place. So we're excited because we're going to talk about winning more listings, but you've got a special and kind of a unique conversation around that. So that's going to be good. And if you're here today listening or live on Facebook, uh, Rivers wants to say hello. So get on your machine type hello, tell us where you are, and uh, this will be a lot more fun if we're doing interactive stuff, but we're going to do a lot today. Um, Specifically, we're going to talk about winning more listings and like how that shifting, we were talking about like the shifting market. Talk a little bit about why this topic matters right now. I think, uh, you know, number one, it's a new year. People are starting to get back on, you know, we know for about 10 years in the real estate space, you know, December 26th, everybody starts looking for real estate again. So yeah. this time you actually should have been thinking about this in October probably, but either way, here we are. Um, you know, I think the bottom line is we are in a, it's a different world. I've been talking about this for a year or two now that, you know, the shifting tide of consumer mindset, you know, they've embraced the on-demand economy. Um, you know, you look at what Netflix and Uber and Amazon have done. They've changed the way we operate in the world. They changed the way we do life, right? We expect packages to arrive 24 to 48 hours. We get mad if our Uber's five minutes late, right? These are just the way people expect to live. They're outsourcing more and more. You have been doing, you know, pitching and selling outsourced and leveraged services 10 plus years. You know, we've been doing it at Boomtown. The company I'm with now, I made the jump back in October to a new company called Stash. Uh, So I'm the chief operating officer now of a company called Stash Storage. We're a startup based here in Charleston, South Carolina. What we do is we're transforming the storage industry, which is, you know, it's moving in storage. 
not the sexiest, coolest thing in the world, but nobody likes doing it, right? Nobody likes going to their storage unit. Nobody knows what's in their storage unit, where they are. What we do basically is we're taking that on-demand approach and saying, we'll come to you. We'll get your stuff. We'll bring it to our warehouses. We'll barcode it, catalog it. You get a virtual inventory of everything you have in storage. And when yeah. you want it back, you just tell us what you want back. You click on it. We bring it back to you. You know, it's, it's straightforward and simple, but we've removed all of the headaches. And I think where it is relevant to this conversation and, and as, as much experience as we both have in real estate is it, you need to start thinking about the various services and things that you offer around your services, right? That complement right. what you do and take yeah. that to a whole different level because in this day and age, you know, we're not, let's say 2012, what were we talking about? How to start a real estate team and how a real estate team is different from a single agent or a brokerage. Well, that's just part of doing business now. If you're kind of not running a team, you're, that's not really the norm anymore, right? And right. so I think it, it's layering in, okay, well, how do you compete with iBuyers? How do you compete with discount brokerage, right? These kind of things where if you're coming in saying it's going to be a 6% listing fee, which I'm not arguing against, it's just under more pressure than it's ever been because you've got one, 2% flat fee brokerages. You got an iBuyer that'll come in and buy it straight up. Yeah, you, maybe you're paying a little bit more, but you've got the certainty that it's going to close on time and you're going to get a check in 24 hours or whatever, right? Those are things you're competing with. And I think just going in with your traditional listing presentation, you got to step it up in 2019 or, or your, your business is going to maybe suffer. So that's my two cents on that. Yeah, I love it. Tanya Davis says, hi. And then our old buddy, Matt Wagner says, are you going to bust out the guitar on this call? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love this conversation because if you're listening and you're wondering like, wait, what, how is Rivers going to help my business? And like, where are we going? The reality is you're in real estate and you've gone from Boomtown to Stash, but What's unique about you is that you've been able to travel around the country and kind of get a bird's eye view of every single large real estate team in the nation. Like yep. you've talked to them or you know them or like me, we have each other's cell phone and we're, we're yep. chatting, right? So I think you have a unique perspective and you're in the real estate space, even at Stash doing, you know, kind of change in the world. And your unique sauce is the, the operations, digital marketing, you know, and that real estate background that you have that's so vast. Yes. So my, I guess let's dive into the topic, which is, you know, changing consumer kind of tendencies and what's happening and what the expectation is. I, you know, six, 7% is hard to get nowadays. If you're a listing broker, like what is, what is important for these large clients that we service and you, have service over the years to consider in this kind of flatlining market that's happening right now? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, again, like I was alluding to earlier, it's about, it's, it's, it's about increasing the level of service that you offer that basically eliminates, like how many times in any role-playing scenario with real estate, it's overcoming common objections, right? Like sure. that's 101 level stuff. Well, those, there's a lot more common objections out there because there's more differentiated models for selling real estate or listing a property, you know, right. so I think it's eliminating more of those objections. And, and for me right now, I'm focused in on what are the various services that you're going to offer or taking it even broader than that, 
it's, it's almost guaranteeing a seamless, frictionless, you know, um, smooth real estate transaction. Because, um, you know, Rob Hahn, I'm sure, you know, yeah. Rob, he has a great thing he said a couple months ago that I've been saying a lot is nobody gets to the closing table, gets that key after they sign all the paperwork and says, all right, let's do this again. Right. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a fun process, no matter what it is expensive. It's scary. You're waiting for something to fall through at any moment. So, you know, the real estate agent, we've known this for years as a salesperson, they're a psychologist, they're a, a shoulder to cry on. They're, they're all these other things. Well, they're also kind of by default get wrapped into being the middleman for mortgage, title, construction, inspection, storage, moving, all of this stuff as well. So rather than, you know, and, and even transaction coordination, ISA, that kind of work, yeah. we've been for years, you especially, you know, you outsource these specific things so that you focus on what you do best for your dollar productive activities. And if you're earning let you know more than you would make doing that that piece of it you should outsource it i'm saying let's take that to a whole another level of yeah. all of the services that go around or involved in a real estate transaction which is 10 15 20 different types of things at any given time you need to be able to say hey i'm going to handle these things for you i'm going to handle you know for storage for example we're, we're not the end all be all, right? It's a logistics company. We're a moving and storage company. But when you go in to list a home, you walk in the door, you say, okay, immediately you're going to have to declutter that place. You're going to have to personalize it. You're going to have to get stuff out of there. So it looks like a place that somebody wants to move in. They can put their own vision on it, right? Well, traditionally they'd say, all right, well, we're going to have to declutter, which means you're going to have to get rid of all this stuff, which means you're going to have to call a mover, a van, a storage unit, a pod, something like that. Well, I'm working with real estate professionals now and saying there's a different way. You can go in and say, we're going to put a yellow uh, post-it note on all the things we're going to get out of here. And then yeah. tomorrow, the stash guys are going to come down. They're going to pull all this stuff out of here. They're going to store it. And when you move, they're going to drop it off at your new house. That's You've good. eliminated the common objection of saying, uh, no, I don't, that sounds like a lot of work. I'm going to have to get a storage unit. Not, you know. It's the yeah. same kind of thing as you, when you say, yeah, we're going to have to put a new roof on this place. We're going to have to do the yard. We're going to have to do the floors or paint, whatever that is. Rather than saying, oh, well, here's 10 people you can call that might be able to do the work and call me when you get it done and we'll list your house kind of thing. Like, that's just not going to fly anymore. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, you know I'm, I'm kind of a, a jerk. I'd walk into the listing appointment with my stickies and it's like, okay, hey, guys, we're just going to start the process now. I'm going to tell you everything that's got to go so I can go ahead and get your house sold really fast. Right. for the most money. I, I got my stickies here. Is it okay if we just walk the house? And, and they'd be like, wait, what? And then we'd spend 20 <laughs> minutes, 30 minutes walking the house and this has got to go, this has got to go. We got to get this rehab. And here, I just need you to sign this listing uh, agreement right now so we can yeah. get started. And, and, and you figure out who's going to do the work. Like that's yeah. just the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right? I love so it. Come into the table with options for people, whether it's a concierge type of experience or say in a market where there's a heavy iBuyer type of presence like Phoenix or something, uh, you know, where you're kind of doing yourself a disservice if you don't come in the door with an offer potentially even. That doesn't mean they're going to take it, but to say, hey, if you don't want to do all this, that's going to be my typical listing, you know, process and it may take two months. Yep. We can close you in two days or three days. You're going to take a hit on call, on price, but maybe that's what they want. And so I think it's, you got to be, take your selfishness out of it as a, as a, you know, truly focusing on customer experience and client experience. That's, what's going to be 
you know, win the listing and keep those clients for the long term. Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here, and I want to tell you about an extraordinary offer to take action and start scaling your business right now. You know I get a lot of questions about how to grow your business, generate more revenue, and reduce expenses, and the answer is simple. It's my Outdesk virtual assistants. My Outdesk offers five-star virtual assistant services to thousands of business professionals across the United States and making our clients over $100 million in net revenue every year. Our customers absolutely love our virtual assistants, and I want to give you the opportunity to learn exactly why. Simply text the word MOD, MOD, to 31996 and we're going to give you a free double my business strategy call where you work one-on-one -on -one with one of our business growth specialists to design an action strategy for growth and cost savings in your business. We're gonna give you over 20 growth and strategy guides, a market force personality indicator, an important business checklist, and hiring guides. My Outdesk admins can help manage your office, your sales, your marketing pipeline, and even help you lead generate and follow up. And during this call, you'll learn exactly how you can put them into your business right now. So again, text MOD to 31996 and get a free double my business strategy call right now and learn how my Outdesk can transform your business today. Well, and I think you, you talked to, I love these stickies, so I'm going to keep talking about them. Uh, you, you unpacked it earlier, which was you were talking about like figure out what you're worth an hour. And I want to break that down because there's a lot of people on this call that get confused because I, I was this way. I was like, I'm going to be Superman. I'm going to do all of it. I'm going to list it. I'll make sure I'll coordinate this. I'll coordinate that. And, and I don't, I can do 50 on my own. It's cool. Right. Like that was my mindset because that's yeah. that's what I understood. Work hard and make money. Right. Um, but what you're talking about and what you mentioned is we call it the sticky challenge. So okay. you just take a, a sticky, take a pin and you just follow yourself around all day and you just mark on that that sticky, whether you're doing dollar productive or non dollar productive activity. So I'm having this conversation with a good friend of mine. He's an insurance broker. And I just asked him, how much, how much of your week, you work 40 hours a week, how much of your week do you actually spend talking to your clients? He goes, oh, at least half. And then I challenged him to do the sticky challenge. Turned out he spent an hour a week <laughs> talking to clients. Right. He's in sales like we are in real estate, right? And so the most important thing you can do on this call, if you're listening, is just know what you're doing Yes. And then delegate down the least important stuff, figure yes. out what can be given away, and then focus on getting more listings because that's right. the only thing that matters. That is the only thing that matters. And, and you will hit a ceiling no matter what that you cannot scale beyond unless you start to leverage. Yes. Right? Not really rocket science. Like, yeah, you might be able to do 25 deals and you're the lone wolf and you get everything done. You maybe make a little more money, but next year you're going to do 25 deals. And the next year you're gonna do 25 deals, right? So if you wanna grow your business and win market share, get more listings, you've gotta start thinking about outsourcing and especially with a team, I mean, div division of labor and then outsourcing even beyond that. And then you layer in another layer of service that's really kind of what people expect more and more. Uh, you know, just like 
five, seven years ago, we were like, if you're not mobile and really mobile focused, you're going to start losing that. It's almost the next level. It's like, if you're not thinking on demand and putting yourself in, that, in the shoes of that consumer, and I'll challenge people on this call or on the webinar, for some reason, real estate agents or real estate people will, you know, they get really, they don't understand that, you know, that the, they, they act like they don't understand that the consumer tides have shifted, right? But when they're, when they're in the real estate professional hat, they're still right. operating like it's 2010 in a lot of ways. Right. And they go out into the real world, they're full on on-demand consumers, right? They're mad at Uber. They're waiting for their Amazon. They're using Netflix. But when they go into the real estate mindset, it's like, well, no, this is how you do it in real estate. You know, well, that's not how consumers operate anymore. And they, they need to secret shop themselves, right? They need to put themselves in their own customer shoes. Yeah. Uh, it's just a, an easy way to kind of take a step back and think about it. When you walk into a listing presentation and you're talking to somebody like you would have 10 years ago or five years ago, it's like two different languages. Yeah. I think, you know, it's, you know, it's hard too, is people are watching this and they're thinking, Oh, I'm a team. This doesn't matter to me. Or, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm growing. This doesn't matter to me. But the, the, these principles that we're talking about, like you doing a sticky challenge, putting yourself in your clients, you know, shoes, maybe even Googling yourself. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, you're a digital marketing guy. I, it's amazing to me what I do when a client calls and we just go, I'll pull up their website right away. And then I go into Google, I'll do an incognito window and then I put their name and then I put their company and then I put whatever branding they market. Right. And, yep. and invariably I always find something I'm yep. working with this guy. He's, he's, I mean, 30 people on his team uh, trying to grow to like 4 million in GCI I think they're at three this year. His main call to action on his website, it was a broken link. So come list my home was a broken link on his digital website that he paid 30 grand for. Yeah. 30, 30 grand for. So if you're listening right now and you're like, oh, this doesn't apply to me. These principles scale up all the way to the largest teams in the country down to the brand new agent who just started. And the brand new agent doing it right now, if you start and you don't put the bad practices and bad habits in place, you're going to do great. You know, a lot of times you're having to unwind a lot of things from the past, which, you know, real estate has been fairly immune for a while. I mean, since 2000, you know, the last 10 years or so, uh, but it's not anymore. You know, it's, it's very clear to me that the industry is ripe for disruption. People, there's a lot of money flowing in, whether it's, you know, open door or compass at that level, you know, there's just a, a massive change happening. And, the market's cooling down a little bit. I don't think yeah. we're even close to a down market by any stretch, but it's cooling down a little bit. And there's, you know, houses aren't just flying off the shelf anymore. So you got to take things to the next level. Yeah, we, so we're 11 years in, 5,000 clients. I'm 17 years being a broker. Um, and we are just now, I'm having calls with some of our largest clients. I just got off a call with one that we mutually share, Aaron. And we're starting to see it's not a flat line. It's not a like decline, but it's definitely a flatness of where, where people are, you know, interest rates are kind of moving around. So like right now, Rivers, what are some of the strategies to win when the market is kind of shifting a little bit? Like, you, you know, like we're going through a something right now. We don't know what it is, but we're going through it. What, what are some of your best, what, when you think about your largest teams across the country, what are some of the things that, that really matter? 
Well, I think number one, you know, you got to show up. And what I mean by that is you have to be present in searches and that's digitally. Uh, and your website better have a call to action. Working call to action, you know, a visible phone number, you're tracking things, you know, from an yeah. operational perspective, you know, you're not part of the conversation if you're not part of the conversation. So, you know, a lot of times when the market slows down a little bit, people will start pulling all their money out of advertising and, and trying to cut corners here and there. You know, what happens is you cut so many corners, everything goes away, right? And so this is the time to put the pedal to the metal, right? Yes. Pulling back, you should be pushing in, grabbing that market share because I've said this before, um, when, when, you, when you think, well, you know, will you lead, leave 50% of your leads untouched, you know, those don't just go off into the ether. That goes into somebody else's pocket, right? Somebody's taking that market share and it's not coming back, right? right. You're not getting that market share back if you never had. So showing up um, and then, you know, you've got to be focused on speaking a language and making and offering services that, that not only justify, well, you're speaking the same language as the consumer, yeah. but you've got to justify that 6%. Uh, or 5%, whatever that is, because in, in many markets, it's more than people could be paying. That doesn't mean it's a better offering necessarily, but it's there and consumers are aware of it and thinking about it. So being able to speak to those differences in a, in a discount brokerage, speak to the differences and potentially working with a team versus single agent, the difference yeah. between an iBuyer and how that could be good for you for now or may not. And then ultimately, like I've been kind of harping on is the consumers more and more mean like, what are you doing for me? Like, not just like, I know you're reading the, you're handling the, the inspection, you're handling the transaction and the legal and title and, and contracts. And that stuff's no fun. I get it. But there's a, the majority of the stuff that the consumer has to do is, is vast. You know, there's a lot more that they have to do. And in, in this day and age, if, mark, if homes are going to be on the market, you know, 5, 10, 20, 30 days longer, whatever that looks like. Well, that means there's more inventory is going to start popping up, right? That means there's more supply. You got to make that house stand out. And in yeah. my world, it's basically saying, all right, well, you better stage it really, really well. And sure. you better clutter it. And that's where you need to have a partner like Stash or somebody that can help you with those needs. It's the same thing, whether it's a yard service and curb appeal, you know. So having that, uh, you know, a stable of service providers that yeah. – you know, not just, oh, we'll go to my, you know, whatever.com slash partner page and click on a few of these and let me know who you call. It's like, here's the plan. Right. And we're going to handle it all for you. My concierge, my assistant, whether it's one of, one of the, my outdesk folks, whomever have a plan right. in place and an operation in place that say, I know this is going to be a, a lot and it's a heavy, you know, painful thing to do to sell or buy property and most both at the same time, but we yeah. got you covered. And, and we've got the best mortgage, we've got the best title, we've got the best services, and we do the best marketing. You've got to sell yourself, and ultimately selling that property is going to be, I don't think it's as, even close to what it was 10 years ago, but it's going to get a little bit more difficult. You know, we, um, in the last shifting market, um, and I just want to share this because if you're listening, I'm hoping you're getting a lot of value out of this, but I would do a, what we call the strategic price reduction agreement in our listing so that we knew that if we were if, if they wanted to go high we could quickly kind of adjust based on what's happening in the market um i would we would always do like inspections roof everything appraisal up front so that the buyers felt really comfortable 
because when you have 30 options, the one house that did the appraisal, the inspections, the roof certification, you know, they, everything's prepped. It's, it's yep. like they used a moving company like yours. They decluttered, you know, it's clean. You know, it's funny having a cleaning company is such a big deal for a listing agent or a broker because uh, that first smell when you walk through the door, you plugging in, I mean, like these little tips, dude. I mean, it's wild. Like you, you know, walk into a fresh coat of paint, a clean house or cat smell. Yeah. <laughs> well, a- and that's the challenge in a flatter declining market is that the only the houses that are cat smells are listed, right? Because if you have equity, you don't sell. And yeah. so you, you, you want to like, these are things that I would talk about with my sellers. I'm like, look, I have fresheners that plug in that I put at the doors. We have a cleaning company that'll come once a week and just make yeah. sure that this place looks amazing. Yeah. And, and it, go ahead. See, I love the idea of the pre-inspection certification kind of thing, you know, um, that, and, and there are things that I think that kind of concept, you can go to the buyer, the buyer can, you know, you say, Hey, look, we've done everything. Everything's certified. Here you go. Notarized, whatever that is. Feel free, obviously get your own home inspection. We get it. But we just want to let you know, like the certified pre-owned kind of thing, you know, that I think it goes a long way. I think yep. where, where, what I, what disappoints me in real estate a lot is sometimes we're talking about a matter of maybe $500 max to do all of this work. Right. Right. That should be something that the real estate agent offers as just part of their service. In my opinion, at a certain level, especially with a big team, eating that cost makes you thousands and thousands of dollars down the road. And I think a lot of real estate professionals, even for the services we offer, I'm talking like, hey, you know what? Throw in 90 days of storage for these folks while they're trying to buy a new house and they can go ahead and sell the house they've got now and they can move out into a temporary place. We can store all their stuff. Cover that for them for 90 days. It'll cost you a hundred bucks. I mean, what? It's like, but, but then you get down to that, you know, nickel and diming and they're like, oh, that's I'm not, you know, I'm not paying for that. Well, you could potentially be making $10,000 or, you know, off of the 200 or 300 you spent. Like, well, you and I are used to working in a client acquisition model, right? So here's what's different is, and I love this conversation because this is what listening to guys like you kind of can do for our audience. A uh, hundred bucks, paying a hundred bucks for a storage thing or a cleaner or whatever it is, is a very inexpensive way to add value. And that person's going to give you a referral. There, there's this thing that we call the three R's where every client should give three referrals, give a review online and do a video recommendation. That's, that's why you and I are right here because we focus on calling our clients and saying, hey, can you please just do a video with us and talk to us and, and we'll try to add value to our, our, our audience, right? Three R's, it's a my out desk thing, but every single client can give you three more clients and do a review and do a recommendation. And too many people are stuck on, well, I don't want to pay for that. And yeah. that's just a mistake because a hundred bucks is nothing. 500 is nothing on a $10,000 transaction. Especially when, when the person may be willing to say, well, I'll sell it to an iBuyer for an 8% commission and be done with it. Like, you know, for something like that, like, okay, well, what are you offering? You know, the certainty around that. Yeah. So if, if you're listening and you want to do the sticky challenge, um, I would, I, and you have a big team, 
like that is probably the biggest eye opener for a large team is just to ask your admin staff and your sales staff and your ISA staff to just write down what they're doing all day. Typically what we see is about 20% of the people's day is actually doing dollar productive and 80% is doing like drinking water, going to the bathroom, walking the dog, you know, like all this. I mean, it's crazy what we find probably, but what's that? You should go to the bathroom and drink water. Probably. <laughs> Maybe not as much. Yeah, yeah. But what's crazy about this, though, is uh, it's really important. We're also giving away, um, if you jump on our website and request a thing, we're going to give away the three R's and the essential checklist. You should not be doing most of this kind of any admin task, any nurturing or calling of leads, you know, creating content. The only thing that matters for real estate people is what Pierce and I are doing right now. Yeah. Or Rivers. I love your last name. It's like a first name and your fir first name is like a last name. <laughs> That's happened to you before, right? Oh. <laughs> um, okay, we've got a couple questions here. What makes, what's a common failure point for a bad listing, Rivers? What, what do you think? I, I would say that it's bad pricing. <laughs> you know, that's on the agent. You know, if they can't overcome a pricing conversation, uh, probably shouldn't list the house um, because ultimately you have a disappointed consumer because the house won't sell. Um, I think some of the, other, it, it comes into these upfront kind of things, setting realistic, realistic expectations with the, the seller, um, yeah. you know, and being able to clearly lay out the value proposition around the various services that they offer. Um, so in addition to the pricing, being able to say, look, this is why you should do things like this. If we don't declutter your home, you know, if we don't repaint, if we don't do these things, it is not going to be able to compete with the other homes on the market. So a lot of it, I think it's not necessarily the, the listings fault. I mean, bad houses sell all the time. It's how it's positioned. It's how it's marketed. And ultimately it's setting expectations with the, with the seller. Well, and I think, you know, price. So there's only um, really two reasons that a, a house doesn't sell, right? Your, your price or your marketing. Like yeah. either you overpriced it and for the condition that it's in um, or you've poorly marketed a property for the mm -hmm. condition it's in. Right. So um, I think those two are the, are the two main challenges. And I think motivation, whether a seller is actually motivated, a lot of people try to buy listings like, okay, I'll take it at that price and hopefully we'll find somebody. And I hate that. Like yeah, that. The worst thing, the, what, the best thing you have out of an at a end of a transaction is I, I had such a great experience working with this agent, this professional, I'm going to refer you. The That's other right. this took forever. It didn't really sell. We had to sell for less. I mean, you know, if you had had all those things up front and done it right, the, the expectations wouldn't be out of line with the reality of the process. You know, you know um, it, I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, the guy that created like Boomtown and built it and, you know, with Greer, but you guys scaled that thing like crazy. What's important for an ISA follow-up team? Uh, like what, what really matters measuring a team, the leads that come in? What are some of the common, like mm -hmm. if, if I'm an agent and I have a platform of any kind, sync boomtown chime whatever it is right yeah what as a leader should i be caring about when it comes to my listing leads and buyer leads coming in the door what should i be measuring and you you know this better than probably anybody yeah. <laughs> i think 
you know, that there's a, the kind of way you look at it like, well, you can back your way into to listings by saying, well, the listing to the appointment, to the, to the, the calls, like the leads to dials, you can kind of math that out, right? That's basically, if I call this many people, I'm going to set this many appointments, I'm going to sign this many, you know, boom, 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 boom. And I'm going to have one out of a hundred, I'm going to close, whatever that looks like. I think those are fine. But when you're in the business of managing an ISA team, for example, um, those calls are certainly important. But the really core thing I think we found over the years, you can put all the numbers together, but just because you're calling doesn't mean that there's engagement, right? So engagement with the consumers and the client base really is what the leading indicator for success is. What's engagement? How do you measure engagement for a real estate team? Well, you, you have a system like a boomtown or something that, you know, if you're doing it on a post-it note or spreadsheet or something that you just can't that work that anymore. You have yeah. to have a system that tells you the, this many people actually answered the phone. They were on the phone for this long. They, these follow-up tasks were set, you know, um, emails were responded to, text messages were responded to. Uh, voicemails were left and a callback was received. Okay, so back and forth is your measurement of engagement. Yes. Okay, right? how much? 100 calls today, but I had five conversations today, right? Those may sound like less numbers, but those are actually where the money is. And a conversation where somebody is talking and the other person is listening, and then two minutes later, they're like, you know, whatever, I'm out. That's not engagement either. Well, it is engagement, and it, and it may not ret- be, turn into a business opportunity explicitly, but at the very least, much like leveraging or outsourcing, you can get, move on, I right? You. you can replace that, okay, I'm going to put them on my drip. I'm not going to ignore them or whatever, but I'm going to move them into a, more of an inactive state in my database, and I'm going to focus on a new engagement opportunity. Gotcha. Okay, so engagement. Um, you know, somebody asked, what about speed to lead? I I mean, it's critical. I think I still 10 years into this business. I'm like, back in the day, five minutes was like, I was like, that's just creepy. Right. But (laughs) over hundreds of thousands of leads that we generated my time at Boomtown and, and the data we have around it, it works. You know it. Matt Wagner knows it. We've been talking about this for 10 years, at least speed to lead works. And now Five minutes is kind of long. If you've got a system in place, whether it's some, somebody, you know, that, that's a manual thing through, say, a virtual assistant like yours, uh, yeah. or something like Call Action, if you're familiar with them, or Agent Legend, these are more automated services where that lead comes in, it kicks off a chain of events that, that sends a text, an email, a slide dial voicemail drop, and the ISA is calling all within 30 seconds. Second. Yeah. Right? So. Right. Try competing with that if you're still trying to like get online or get, you know, you're the ISA and the transaction coordinator and the real estate agent and the, the concierge and all that, like you're not going to compete. So speed to lead engagement, um, you know, and I, I guess from a, from a business perspective and from a management perspective, the engagement needs to also be on the accountability side as a team leader whether that's your ISA or, or a, a transaction coordinator or a real estate professional, whatever that might be, are they actually doing what they're supposed to be doing? And do you have the processes 
not only the processes and operation, you know, standard operating procedures in place, but do you also have the ability to measure their accountability? So you need a system, both right. the operation procedure and the technology to say, they're logging in, they're logging their phone calls, they're doing these activities, I can monitor it. And when they're not, our thing falls apart, right? And then the key, key thing here is if you're a team leader is being able to actually step in and hold them accountable. Right, because when you're dealing with real estate agents, a lot it's like, well, they're my top producer. They don't really follow the rules, but <laughs> if you're on the team, you're in. Right, you got to follow the rules. So, what, um, another question from Facebook is, what what part of the process can you outsource the listing piece of it? I think. Well, you can outsource the marketing to generate listing leads potentially. Yep. Um, you can also and should be outsourcing everything from signature of that person to to have you represent them and list that property all of that should be moved out to somebody else yeah that's just there's not really nuanced you know subtle things there it's like you're gonna get a yard sign you're gonna do you know boom 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 boom. there's a list so, of things hold on. you just said something that's i think important nuance is that the measurement like if there's expertise and or nuance or uh, you know, like a skill um, involved, that's your job as the, as the owner. And then, yeah. So, so maybe skill is a little, yeah, I think that's a good term. I haven't thought about it like that in the way that like, what are the softer elements that just come from experience, right? You and I can sit here and talk for probably six hours about all this stuff with zero yeah. prep because no. we just know it. We know too much probably about this stuff, right? For years. As a real estate professional, that is really where your expertise comes into play and where, where it's like, is that worth your time to be doing all of those check the box operating kind of procedures when you need to be spending your time talking to that client, you know, going in and what does your gut tell you about that house or the bot, you know, those kinds right. of things. Those gut decisions may not be data driven or whatever, but they're experience driven and that's where you need to be putting your time in and maybe it's a shoulder to lean on, whatever it is, right? Yeah. So, so having the time to do those things. So those more nuanced things that you can't just train somebody and give them a piece of paper and say, all right, do this, you know? Well, and you can't outsource these calls or the conversations or the relationships. Like too many, I mean, other things that agents try to do is they try to outsource the most important thing, which is the relationship. And I, I, you can outsource the gift giving, the pie, the setup of the pie thing, the setup of the movie night and the pro project management all around all of that. But that the leader is making the calls. I'm still coaching my own sales team every single week. We have a meeting later today. Agents are like, oh, I hired a guy for that. And then they wonder why the team falls apart. Yeah, right. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Because that's the true expertise. Right. That's the thing that matters. You can outsource. Um, a piece of saying, hey, when we, when, after you sign this, my assistant is going to be in touch with you to, to keep you updated with where things are in the process. You know, yeah. hey, we, we, we're, the home inspection's been ordered. We're going to, you know, blah, 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 those kinds of things, keeping them in the loop on things is very critical nowadays as well. That it's not like, all right, well, we'll see you in 60 days. You know, it's like <laughs> really keeping people informed um, so that you as the, the agent have, have that time for the real conversations. Well, we find some of our largest clients use our virtual assistants in that over communicating to the sellers value. In fact, um, uh, one of the largest uh, teams in the country 
their virtual assistant actually does a kind of like a weekly report on their listing. So they have about 400 listings at any given time. And they once a week send out 400. Here is what's happening on your listings. Here's how many views they got. Here's how many showings. Here's the different marketing. Here's where we advertised you on this spot and this spot and this spot. And here's our price and here's what's happening in the market. And let me tell you, they've, they've created a way of automating all of that. And the virtual assistant delivers those reports once a week to the, to the sellers. And let me tell you how nice it is to not get calls from your seller saying, what's happening with my house? Why aren't you guys doing anything? Right. Right. And, and that becomes a big problem at 400 listings because you just, you're, 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 There's any no calls that drop, you're screwed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a cool over communicate. Absolutely. Uh, so Matt Wagner back in the, in the fold, uh, he asked, what's the biggest pain point um, that stash storage fixes? And I think this is a great spot to kind of wrap up sure. um, guys. I'm right. You know, Rivers is going to answer that question. If you're thinking about outsourcing or if you're thinking about this concierge service concept or any of that stuff, jump on our website. We've made a special landing page just for rivers. It's my outdesk forward slash stash. Um, and, and we're going to give you stuff. Uh, the, the dollar productive stuff, the, the sticky challenge, we're going to give you that along with the essential checklist. So we're going to give you a, everything that we've talked about. If you want the three R's, we've got a write up about how you can implement that as a real estate person. Imagine if, Every single time you close a transaction, you got three referrals, you got a review, and you got a video that you could share out into the world. Like that's what we're gonna we're gonna give you away the process for that and how to do that and drive really amazing amount of engagement. Engagement, <laughs> baby. So, so jump on jump on our website and, and grab that stuff. Rivers, what do you guys solve? What's the yeah. one thing you um, solve? Love that question. So I think there's two things. Number yeah. one, I, I would challenge anybody to ask anybody if they like their self storage unit process, that, like having to go there, you know? So when I originally came into this business, I was like, yeah, I, I have a self storage unit. I haven't been there in two years. I hate it. I would see that bill every month. You know, yeah. it's not something people like it's ripe for change. Uh, what I've found since we've, we've been in operation and talking to a lot of our, our clients, um, the, the second factor, outside of the obvious, like you don't ever have to go to a storage unit again. The other obvious one or less obvious one to me was people say, yeah, that's great. And all, and you come pick up my stuff and that's great. But I actually can log into my app or on the computer and see what I have in storage. Right. I had, I didn't realize how much until I kind of took a step back and put myself in their shoes and listen and talk to clients that people have no idea what they have in their storage unit. Yeah. Right. And even if they do, I guarantee you, they don't know where it is in there, right? Mm -hmm. So you go, I had a friend, he said, we went to go get our Halloween decorations. We opened up the storage unit. We saw that they were kind of in the back. We closed the storage unit, and went and bought new Halloween decorations. Right? <laughs> Transparency and, and the service, the on-demand piece. And I think, again, that kind of comes back to this on-demand economy kind of thing is that there's a certainty element to it right? I know it's going to happen by this time. I can see it on Uber. I can see it in the app. I know where my tracking of my package is. You know, I can sit down and turn on the movie. Why shouldn't it be like that for, for other industries? And, 
you know, I think that that is oozing into real estate more and more and more from the outside in and being able to offer more seamless experiences for your clients. Um, and that isn't just offering services around it like we do on the concierge kind of side. It's like what you guys are doing as well and saying that this transaction process is going to be very smooth because we've got a system, we've got people, and you don't have to worry. We're going to communicate with you, right? Those are the things that are becoming increasingly not important, but critical, right? Yeah. That's how you do business. I love it. Rivers, you're amazing. I've got one last question. Um, are we going to see you on storage war, wars, you know? <laughs> uh, only if we're getting the stuff out of there to put it in our warehouse. <laughs> All right, brother. Hey, man, uh, thanks so much for your time. We've yeah. got a view into your world. Um, congratulations on the switch from Boomtown to storage. Stash. Stash storage? Yeah, I got it wrong. Stash storage. Anybody can get in touch with me. It's just rivers at stashstorage.com. You can find me at Rivers Pierce on all the various social media, whatever. Yeah. So, all right, thanks. brother. Thanks for your time. Yeah, man. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, guys. Thanks, guys.